0: Welcome to the Self-Helpful Podcast. I'm Kevin Miller, and this is the podcast people tune into for in-depth discussions on the latest research from our foremost leaders in self-improvement. So you can be growing and more equipped to live at your fullest capacity in body, mind, and soul. I have a 1984 Jeep CJ7 that barely runs. It only has 90,000 miles. It was driven gently by my mother-in-law for most of its life. The reason it is in such bad shape, it just sat still for years on end without being driven. The hoses dry, rotted, and the lubes dried up. And now it's just so decrepit, it's nearly beyond reviving. Our bodies are the same. They were made to move, to have our lungs and muscles stressed, If you've ever worn a cast, you know how fast muscles and strength atrophy when not used. Our entire body is this way. But today we don't need to move in order to live. We can sit still just like my Jeep has. I mean, I do most of my work from a home office and to make a good living, the most strenuous thing I need to do is walk down the stairs. So we have to create artificial movement. This is called exercise. So what exercises are good? How much is enough? This is my functional Friday episode where we focus on our health and wellness. So we have the physical and mental capacity to help ourselves and others. And today we're talking about exercise movement. And I asked this question on Facebook a while ago. How often do you exercise for how long? What exercises do you do and why? really great responses. And you're going to hear a lot of ideas and perspectives. And I'm joined by my Functional Friday co-host, Randy James, medical doctor and functional medicine expert, and my dear friend, we're going to walk and talk you through the responses and offer some counsel and guidance. This is a great show to share with those who struggle with exercise as we hit on some of the goofiness of it as well, though, of course, uphold the necessity. If you find value from this self-helpful podcast, it'd be great if you would leave a rating and review. Best thing you can do, talk to someone about what you heard here today. Share the news, the ideas, grapple with it, ponder it. You can always connect with me, find me and my website or social media at kevinmeller.co. Next up, Dr. James and I talk through the concept of exercise and moving our bodies. So the topic of exercise here. And, you know, I I wanted to do this. I still – it still feels – I mean, you got the people – and and granted, most of the people who responded to this question are people who are interested in fitness. I mean, you go on Facebook and you answer the questions that you align with and and like. I bet nobody
1: said – I don't exercise.
0: <laughs> Nobody <laughs> said exercise. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. So, so it's skewed granted, but we still, again, have this populace. I still think it, it feels odd to, I mean, we have life to do. We get up in the morning. There's, you know, if you got family, there's kids to take care of. There's a job to go to. Um, there's the maintenance and duties of life. And really we have to stop everything and go lift inanimate objects or go to some sweaty gym or get on a, treadmill and and not go anywhere and expend this energy, it just, well, it is odd because as you mentioned a minute ago, we, we didn't
1: used to have to do that. Well, I was just going to say, however long ago, it would have been very odd to say, well, wait a minute, you're going to make me go sit in a chair, like three hour stretches and I get a break to go to the bathroom and I come back and I sit in a chair for another hour. Mm-hmm. Then I go to lunch and sit in a chair, and then I come back to the office and sit in a chair. Well, there, I'm sure that that would have seemed very odd. There's
0: the Industrial Revolution where they said, "Okay, all you all you people, I think back then it was primarily guys who are out there in the field doing your work and making your living, come in here into this big building, and you can just stand here and be facetious, but to some right. degree, pull a lever for eight hours a day. We'll give you good pay. We'll give you you know whatever benefits that they had, and it was. Sounded easy. Seriously. Okay. I'll do that. And then there was a downside to that, but that's kind of but where they we didn't are today. know. They didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. Well, so let me read. Here's the one dude. Out of all the responses who said, it's so Stephen Hinderhofer, he says, every day here on the farm, that's when he exercised, five-gallon buckets full of water, 50-pound bags of feed, walking, walking, walking. Sometimes I supplement with some runs or body weight work. Burpees still scare me. Sometimes we just need to round up some new piggies to go to the dock. They're a lot faster than they seem. (laughs) Um, Okay, so here's the one guy who responded who actually has – a job of some type that includes some physical effort and he gets some actual uh, i, I don 't even know back the, like, talking like that they never did they, exercise did the word exist I mean what was the need for exercise back before the industrial revolution? I mean why did that 'd be interesting
1: when is the word even that is created interesting. when did it come by as a concept of there was always sport, so there was always competition. True, that's true, right. Who can run the fastest? Who can lift the most weight? There was always sport, but when was there the concept of exercise? Yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that one. It's an artificial. I mean, it is. It's an artificial uh, insert into our lives
0: because we do not need to have physical output to exist. I mean, that's, you don't. So you you got up this morning. Your house is what a mile, not even that from here, right uh, you didn't even walk here you I didn't got in your into, big truck simply got <laughs> and, into a huge car <laughs> huge car and came here um, so you, you know you, you theoretically uh, get out of bed, you know walk to the car, drive here, walk in, spend all day now on the phone, more so because you don't have patients coming in as much, and then go home, and that's it. Your heart rate never goes above
1: eighty seven I mean whatever, quite possibly. That's right. You could exist almost in a chair. I'm thinking of Wally again. Oh, I know. People floating around on a chair. Yeah. And, uh, and not only on the, the, the word that's coming to mind is artificial. Exercise yeah. feels like an artificial application of of an idea uh-huh. to apply to your physiology, mm-hmm. to make it so. And actually, okay, that that is true this, we could say the same thing with fasting I, I don't have to fast I there's easy access to food mm-hmm. and, and here we are with, with exercise
0: well and I don't want to take the time and sit down with my wife and say okay let's talk about finances or let's talk about even more so let's talk about our marriage and our mm-hmm. relationship and the things that you know we're struggling with I, I don't really want I don't want to do that I mean it's not a hey that's that's it's not a natural thing. Yeah. It's not pizza in a movie. Uh, but if I'm going to do it, if I'm going to have health, then I have to do that. So, you know, we're looking at exercise again and, and I, now know, there are some things you enjoy. I mean, you enjoy playing ultimate frisbee. You enjoy playing soccer. I, I love going out on my mountain bike. I like, you know, riding kayaking, those types of things. I do not enjoy lifting weights. Um, which I do for the resistance training. I don't enjoy that feels like an interruption to the things that I want to do for the Mm day. Um, And you know, and people are going to fall on different scales of fine. Well, that comes back to, and I didn't even get the show that we did talking somewhat about exercise one of the, in one of the first 13 episodes. Uh, but you said your answer to what's the best exercise, and the response was? The one that you'll do. The one that you'll do. So finding the thing that you have joy in, I think, is probably the most paramount. But even there, I mean, it, for me, it would be just endurance, and I would never do resistance, you know, exor- uh, you, you know stressing my muscles beyond.
1: Right, so there again, we've taken now knowledge. Right, We've taken science. I hate to just say the word science and talk about scientists. But we do have this knowledge that resistance training is important. It, yeah. You're not going to die without it. But if Kevin Miller wants to be the best possible Kevin Miller he could be, then the guy who could bench more than he did is theoretically healthier up to a point. Well, yeah, up to There's, a point. But I, I, my my concern and the reason that I
0: do it is because see now you're on video we, <laughs> we record that that's all right Well, oh, they just checked you out uh <laughs> if i would i fear being the guy who maybe is 80 and he's running but i'm 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 just shuffling you along look 80. i look 80 man yeah. I, i'm not flexible i'm not i can't so, him talking about burpees man i can't i can't do that but i can shuffle along or on my bike or whatever because um, i've got the cardio fitness and whatever i want to have the muscle ability to leap jump get up like we talk about get up out of the chair without going Ugh! uh tie my shoes standing up in that year
1: right you, in your in your closet, do you have to have a chair in there now? Do you have to have a chair to in get your, it? Yeah, in your closet. Yeah.
0: Well, here, let, let me let me read down through some of these because some of it's going to bring up some of the things we're talking about. Gregory, uh, he says, five days a week he exercises at least an hour each time, four to five hours on weekends, running trail and road to ensure health, wellness, and longevity, and to celebrate my fiftieth birthday this summer with a fifty miler in the woods. Mm-hmm. Now I know Gregory; I used to he used to be on my cycling team, and he enjoys running. I mean, that's his. That's his, you know, uh, that's his time with God. That's his, I mean, he, he loves it. So he's found something that he enjoys doing. It is a major part of his life that he has inserted in there almost every single day. That's, I mean, that's
1: beautiful. That's not what everybody has. Right. And I, I think a lot of people hear that and there's a layer of guilt, a layer of, oh gosh, I got to run an hour every day. And we're back to exercise is the thing you'll do, and, and, and what is it? And I have run. There was times in life when running was enjoyable. And I was telling my 14-year-old the other day, as we were talking about summertime plans and exercise there, I grew up hating running. It was a mindset, and I don't even really know why. Um, and then at some point along the way, decided to like it and used it as a meditation time and, and enjoyed it. And right now, I'm not there again, and so exercise. I think now is is to me, it's coming up under the time management. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's both. It's time management and exercise. Both have to happen, and so Gregory, there. I'm. I'm there's, is that inspiring is that a guilt well player? and, and
0: mo- again most of the people who responded are people who do consistent exercise so it's going to sound like a lot here, here i'll right. do another frank here he says i normally ex- exercise five to six days per week each time one and a half to two hours i do 30 minutes of cardio then weights i focus on my health because of my injuries on active duty uh, i can feed my mind and body while working out it's my solace and a place that gives me joy however covid closed my gym so i have been out for two months super excited to start tomorrow i think a lot of the gyms are opening back up so he has a motive he's you know injuries from active duty that he's trying to but you know there i can feed my mind and body while working out you do that yeah generally that, that yeah
1: like, that's where i am now is is i think i was telling you the other day that oh because i got a garmin yeah. and um it has a little application where you can you know calibrate your treadmill to it okay and And so I was fiddling around with that because on the treadmill, I can time management wise also read. Yeah. And that's something that's a high priority for me right now. So it has to go in there, but I have to exercise. So plus while I'm on the treadmill, then it doesn't feel like I'm gone where I come home from work. And then, you know, with three young kids that need attention, it's not that I'm telling my wife, hey, I'm going to go on a jog for an hour. And, in fact, when I did do the marathon back then, I had the kid with me. Mm-hmm. Well, so that is another way to repurpose
0: the time yeah. is if you took that time. And, my gosh, you know, and we look at time, and this is, you know, is going to shame all of us. Uh, you know, if you think about there's a lot of people and how much time they spend. I don't know where my phone is, but, you know, scrolling and looking at social media stuff or online with, you know, Facebook between your work. Or let's say that you just work like a dog all day long. How many people go home and how how many people don't watch something, whether it's the news, uh, a show, a movie? I mean, that's just the cultural norm. We still have. I mean, I think the stats for the average person is still like four hours of TV per day, and that's on top of whatever social media you know, time killing stuff you do or games you play on your phone or whatever. We generally do that. Now we do it at night when we're toast, it's after dinner, man, we've eaten. Now we're full. It's been a long day. We sure don't want to exercise then. I don't either at that point and I'm, but it's still time. It's still time. It's time where, I could take that hour earlier in the day. And then maybe after dinner, I have to get to do an hour of work. If that's what it, I mean, I don't, I'd rather not do that. But we're talking about time. And you know, how do we have? It? And if we don't, if we really don't have
1: the time. Then I would question: How smart are we being with our time management during the day? Right. And that's what I have been working on for me too. Is working on because that outside of sleep, that's what we're spending most of our time is on this working window over here, mm-hmm. and trying to do that smarter. Because, you, like you and I have said, I, I believe the day is structured not for me to. Primarily be able to work eight or nine hours a day, but to live. But to live. To, to be in relationship with God, to be in relationship with my wife and my family. And then, yes, to be productive in work. But also, part of this is, by definition, like we said on the first shows, by definition, has to incorporate movement. Mm-hmm. And well, so, yeah, You don't miss... Devotions. When's the last time you? I mean, rarely, rarely. Do you miss your devotion? In in fact, this morning. Speaking of time management and and, and exercise and trying to combine all of these ideas, and you know, I told you that I was working movement wise, physically on stretching, and trying to do. So it's really hard for me to meditate while you know, walking or running or on a treadmill. It's it's not, but but while stretching, so that's become a most days things, and then this morning I had the thought. I need to cut, I've got so much to do, let me cut my devotion time down mm-hmm. so that I can go over here and I, and I had the phone in my hand and I was gonna, I forgot my computer at work so I'm gonna pop open the phone and, and I had this thought, I'm just gonna run through my emails because that'll distract me later. But what's the, as you interview people for Ziegler, what's, what's the one, the morning, the 5 a.m. club and those guys yeah. and they say, you know your morning time is your best brain time. And people tend to get to work and say, okay, let me clear the clutter away so I can focus. And what that does is completely unfocus you. Back to exercise. So today we had just an incredibly beautiful morning. The wind wasn't there. The sun was up. And so it was devotions outside, stretching in the sun. Nice. I wish I could do that. And I would call that exercise. That counts. Yeah. Yeah well <laughs> my heart rate got all the way up to 72.
0: <laughs> 72 here oh, oh here's somebody that talks about the morning lori she says uh so my goal is a brisk morning walk on the treadmill or outside for about a mile 1.10 miles uh because this is all the time I, I had before work but since quarantine i haven't changed it much i enjoy this part of my morning routine i listen to my podcast during the t- this time so i'm Really feeding my body problem is I'm not always so consistent, but I try to do this every day, even on the weekends. I'm hooked on the miracle morning. So mm-hmm. I'm trying. So miracle morning. I think we mentioned it in the last show. That's how, how Elrod, I interviewed him on the Ziegler show, episode 707. If folks want to listen to that, you just did a conference where he was the keynote speaker. He was right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so and he talks about that. I, I did a show recently too with How's, was over a year ago, I guess. But I did one, I don't have the number up with Robin Sharma, and he has the book, The 5 a.m. Club, uh, as well. But you know, whatever time it is, there's no magic time. It's the point is taking time. So if you want to sleep till 10 and then get up and have your first you know, part of your day and do these certain things. It's more about getting those things done. Most of us don't have the opportunity to sleep till 10 and then do those. So it is getting up early. I'm uh, during, you know, now with school not happening and stuff, I'm, I don't set alarm. I haven't, I can't remember the last time I did. I wake up, I wake up at six. Doesn't matter what time I, I'm going to wake I wake up, up six. at six because my alarm goes off. Oh well, it's also I think it's when it gets light. I think right now yeah. where we are in the mountains, I think that's when right when the light hits and that's that wakes me up. I guess.
1: I, I want to comment on Lori here yeah. with her. So uh, a mile for the average adult walking, sort of briskly, is going to be about three miles. A twenty-minute mile, three miles an hour. Okay. Okay. So so what she's doing is is and we don't know how old she is. No. So what she mentions there is something I want to highlight because that a 20-minute walk in the morning is something that, in my mind, I want to say I, that I do. And right now we have kids, so the morning times are sort of structured around school and kids and getting the day going. But I would like to set my life up to where, especially in the elder years, you do that every single day of your life. Mm-hmm. Like that is something. And you and I have talked. I would like to do that with my wife and come home. And then do our 15 pull-ups, do our however many push-ups, do our mm-hmm. squats, do our whatever. And if you do that every day, then you will be 80 and doing that every day. Mm-hmm. And you will not be a shuffling 80-year-old. You will be an 80-year-old running who looks like he knows how to run. Yeah. Um, and, and what she's doing there with a podcast or if you do it with a spouse or a friend or something like that, that is sustainable, enjoyable. Um, you don't have to be sweating and, oh, I hate this. You know, kind of like the whole burpee thing or whatever. I think that kind of training would go over here to somebody who's like, okay, I need to achieve a goal. I'm going to push a little harder. Great. But like the other two guys were, you know, I exercise two hours at a time. I get my heart rate up to 150. I do all those. That is something I think you and I would say, well, yeah, I want to be able to do that. But for most people, it's daunting. Yeah. Especially if they're coming from out of a pit of, ugh, I, I need to be able to do this. So... What's the best exercise? The one you'll do, and and I would say also the one that's a part of your day, the one that you enjoy, the one that you can see yourself doing forever. Like we'll ask people, okay, they say, okay, doc, I've you know I eat blueberries every day, and I'm and I'm doing the, I'm going to the gym every day. And if I ask, can you see yourself going to the gym every day for the rest of your life? If you ask me that, I would say no. If I'm swimming, I would say no. If I'm burpeeing, mm-hmm. honestly, I'd say no. Um, So, But walking, a brisk walk, or hiking, you know, the the mountains and those kind of things. Jogging, yes, I'd say that every day. That is something that is inspiring. That says, okay, I can do that. That is something that that I will commit my time, my life, my, my energy to. I'll drag my kids along and say, this is life. So from an encouraging standpoint to... People who are listening, you know, statistic-wise, most people aren't exercising every day. So that's an encouraging thing.
0: It, it is, and that and that's the hard thing to think about: going for days and weeks and months and never doing that. I, I I'm so enamored with. I think what kind of ruminates in my mind is the deposits. Just like we talked, we did a, a, the show about you know health measurements, and we've got the one. What is it, an ultrasound that does your carotid artery or the yeah. You know, people have the the heart, whatever the right. you know plaque, you know, right. whatever builds up. So right. we got the negative build up. So you're eating saturated fat and whatever, and over time, little bits, little bits, right. and then boom, there's heart blockage. You have a heart attack, or you know, the carotid thing is looking at plaque, what, what is it that builds up? The thickness of the arterial wall. Okay. More importantly, so yeah. my health is building that up or keeping that clear. You know, every single day. So I, again, the little deposits, and so I think so much of today. What did I do? Did I do anything? And for some reason, I'm kind of chaotic in my exercise. I mean, I go, you know, ride a lot and stuff, but yeah, I've been, we've got a pull-up bar here in the office. I've got, I've got two of them at home and you've got yours at home as well. So it's always there. It's easy to do. And you go to the bathroom, it's just hanging there and drop down and do 10. I've got these 20 pound weights that I brought into the office and I can take those. And so a certain day I'll think "Ah, that's just biceps. So every time I stand up to go to the bathroom or do whatever, I'm just going to do them until I can't do them. And throughout the day, man, every day I'm doing something, drop down and do pushups, burpees, whatever. And I know you do that as well. And I think about just those deposits and think about that. It may seem little, but for somebody to have done a couple sets of anything throughout the day, at the end of the week, you did a hundred pushups throughout the week. You did, you know, three pull-ups, whatever you can do. You did some burpees. You did some, uh, again, just those daily deposits. It's so beneficial and that's not so daunting.
1: That's not carving out an hour, right? 't feel like right and that those are the kind of things that that people can latch onto and say well I can I can do ten push-ups at a time and okay every time I go to the bathroom I can do ten push-ups and I also know everybody out there is uh, me so I will have that thought and there will be a day that comes by and I stare at that push-up bar and I go Meh. You know, I just I walk right by it. Well, I do. But I give at this point, I give myself permission. I think, man, if it's just going to irritate
0: me, you know, if I'm doing well overall and this day, actually looked at freedom. I looked at my schedule today and I thought I'm going to do a long ride today. I have three shows today. I'm probably just not going to do anything. Well, I'll do some pull ups, push ups, you know, do this, whatever. You know, the other thing and we hear about this, but it's just so legit. How many people work in a place where there's stairs? And take the stairs, not the elevator. If you are on the 20th floor and you don't feel like coming up in a sweat, do three flights of stairs or something like that. Park out here. You know, we got Walmart in town. Park out at the very end of it. It's probably not a quarter mile. But whatever. It's it's a little I, bit. And then carry your bags out. You get a
1: little arm work. I mean, it's something. I, it's, it's something. And at the same time, you know the, that, that phrase, park in the last parking spot, that's been around forever. Uh-huh. And people kind of hear it with disdain, or hear it with eh, whatever. That doesn't really count as exercise. It so so we're smacking up onto the realities of life. Many times, yeah, you said I don't do things because I don't want to get hot, Hmm. and if I have to wear a certain kind of clothes or whatever else, I I don't want to have to fiddle with that. Yeah, you know. Um, And people, when I go to Walmart, I'm always in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's and if I'm going to saunter, I don't want to saunter in a parking lot. That's true. And yet, at the same time, here you are saying, "Well, you could," and it is, you know, that many more steps and all that. So we're back to the artificialness of this of this thing. Well, of this- he- concept of exercise
0: and convenience i mean yesterday i did you know i went to the bank that we can see over here and i drove you could have i drove there i went down to the next store i went to three stores i could have walked ridden whatever instead i used my car and then artificially went and rode my bike but i wanted to go to a trail and and, i mean to some degree though we're talking about and i didn't want to hit through this on on how much is enough what is enough? And I know you're going to, to some degree, it's your goals. And I've got, I mean, I want to be able to, well, you just did a 14 or so. if Folks don't know that uh, it's one of the 14,000 foot peaks here in Colorado. So you hiked one. You want to be able to do that. You want to be able to experience that. That's going to take more than an hour of walking, an hour, uh, a mile of walking per day. Like we talked about, if you're mm-hmm. going to do that
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, um, you know, how much is enough? Because if I keep reading here, I mean, here's. Uh, Marvin, he says, one hour, six days a week, 20 minutes walking, two days at 80% of my max aerobic heart rate, 20 minutes non-woo-woo yoga, and 20 minutes body weight strength training. My why is mostly to hear God say, well done, and I also desire to wipe my own rear end at 95 years old. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Uh, and, and when he wrote that, to hear God say "Well done," my thought was, you know, let's, let's go back to Jesus. He didn't need to exercise. I was reading recently in Matthew, Mark. I, I'm in Mark right now, and you know, and he went from this place to this place. It's like 20 miles. Well, he didn't have a scooter or, or a car. And back then, I mean, in, in the context, most of the time it was walking. Right, they walked. He wasn't on a stallion uh, galloping along. They might have a mule that was carrying pots and pans or something like that. But they walked. I mean, that was just, again, part of life was exercise. They didn't have
1: to exercise. It, part of that also was the time it took to go from here to there, mm-hmm. which Im, implied, yeah, and if you're going to walk 20 miles, that's, you know, that wasn't probably done in a day. That was a two- or three-day journey. Mm-hmm. And there was time for camping and talking and resting and sleeping and stopping. and, heal some and people along stop the way. and heal somebody along the way. <laughs> um, right, so... It's just almost incomprehensible to put our, ourselves into a, 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 context, a different context where now, even though we're busier than ever, quote unquote, we have more free time if we go back to this farm versus we don't have to go procure our food. We don't have to go do those kinds of things, but our, our lives are still so busy, and yet we still average four hours of TV a day and screen time and all that. So, so that is where people are, are struggling
0: When it comes to that question of what would you do? I I interviewed um, John Mark Comer and his book. It was the ruthless elimination of hurry. And he talks in there It's a great discussion uh, with the question of what would you do if you had more time? So right now, all the things you say you don't have enough time for, and all of a sudden you're going to add five hours to every day. And of course the truth, and we really think about it is we would just fill it up with more stuff. And we still would say we don't have enough time. And I've seen that discussion now with the COVID uh, pandemic and, you know, and a huge amount of people staying home, not doing all the kid running around. And all of a sudden you've got theoretically a, a couple hours at least extra. And what have you done? And I've seen some people post, Hey, if you, if you now have not done that thing that you said you'd
1: always do, <laughs> there's a problem with you. It's not a time issue. It, and that's absolute truth. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the pressure have co- of COVID. And I think you said this earlier has just, when you squeeze in on people through the pressure of COVID, uh-huh then what pops out is kind of what they already normally do. Uh-huh. And if you already normally kind of go to Netflix, then you just watched more of that. And if you already exercise, well, there's a little bit more time for that, which I am. I'm exercising more, but I still had to realize that to go, gosh, I am not
0: Look at all the things that I would have been doing outside of this. I would have been taking the kids here. There would have been these things. I'm not doing those. Why don't I put those into writing for me, you know, something extra I wanted to do in essence, or, and I have, taking more liberties with longer rides and longer runs and stuff. But yeah, it pulls out. Oh, you know, here's uh, uh, this is interesting. Dennis. He says, I run four times a week, a hundred miles per month. Also bike sometimes same day as, as I run sometimes alternate days, I'd say weekly totals, six to eight hours of 140 plus BPM activity. So heart rate. And I run bike sans mask. He said, <laughs> yeah, I, I rode down in the Springs on a popular trail this last, I don't know, a few days ago. And an amazing amount of people running and riding in on the Trails with a mask on. I had no idea. Yeah, nobody's here. I'm thinking, I, would, I, can't, I, would, I can't
1: walk. I would asphyxiate.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're breathing, <gasps> breathing my own. I, I don't understand that. Anyways, he says, uh, oh, and we instituted push up punishment for the kids, which I do alongside them, both to prove it can be done and for encouragement. So I'm basically doing push ups all day long now. <laughs> but i i I like that we do i we don't do that we do you know chores or something like that but i don't don't do a lot of
1: punishment necessarily but as a consequence for something to do that's a great uh right i mean my wife is a coach so there's always you know those kind of push-ups happening all the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not in the house
0: here's savannah she says four to six times a week i go for runs or jogs i go anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour and a half i run because as i've commented in another post i feel the need to constantly move i love to run because i feel it's when i truly feel like myself and i'm able to get so much energy out if i don't run a usually have a hard time sleeping and my legs will feel so restless or like they hurt
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, to sleep alone though i I can't again i I don't ever go more than a day without exercise but yeah it's it's such a part of the, the the bodily expenditure that i think helps me hit the hit the bed and
1: sleep well for sure and we can say this on the medical side what is the best medicine for sleep and the answer is, without a doubt, I think that's an easy thing to say, is exercise. is a daily, rhythmic, yeah. effective exercise. It doesn't have to be a killer thing, but just movement. What is the absolute best medicine for exercise? Having had a good night's sleep. Oh. Daily, restful, rhythmic, good night's sleep. You wake up with energy. What's the number one reason why people don't exercise? I don't have enough time. time. What's number two? Energy. Energy. Hmm. And then right there is, I would, okay, this isn't science, but I'm going to say 80%, 90% of why people in their own heads, if why don't I exercise every day? Well, I don't have enough time. I'm too busy. And number two is, ugh, I just don't have enough energy. Well, and that's such a big, I mean, we're in a chronically exhausted culture and we're used to seeing,
0: you know, bags under the eyes, which I usually have, but anyway, but, uh, you know, yawns and and whatnot. And yeah, it's so hard to, I got to... Expend, I don't have enough energy now. Now I'm going to go expend some. But isn't that a little bit counterintuitive? I mean, exercise for me, I feel like that's, that's what that's a bolster. Energizing. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. uh, plugging my phone into the wall to charge the battery to exercise. Now, it's not, I mean, if you're destroying yourself you know, in your exercise, it's different than just a good, steady something that's not maximum
1: effort. Right, so, so we could look at you and say, well, you don't have the pathology of what is commonly called adrenal fatigue. But many people out there saying, yeah, yeah, Kevin, you don't understand yeah. what I'm going through. And well, you, and here's half your on, patients probably. Yeah, on on the medical side and in that hormonal, I don't know what, how, I can't exercise because I am already just so tired. And what, how do you get out of that pit? And the answer isn't go exercise some more. But it's also... Go and sit on the couch. It's not go and sit on the couch. You you can't not do anything. So to those people, which I know somebody is hearing in yeah. this in this mindset, who just can't exercise, even if somebody's a quadriplegic, we would say, well, what's your exercise plan? You know, neck movements, eyebrow lifts, or something like that. <laughs> uh, so or a wheelchair. You know, you can move your arms and you can move your arms. So somebody who has pathology. For example, even in the ICU, somebody comes around and the physical therapist comes around and moves, moves you. Moves their body, even yeah. if you are out, they move you. So there is never a time when we would say, oh, you know what, you're right, you shouldn't, quote-unquote, exercise. Exercise just shifts. Movement has to happen if you're going to be becoming well. Okay, so Kevin can do this level of exercise, and again, to a point, we would never look at the, that the 50-miler guy, you know, great, that's a bucket list thing, but running 50 miles is never healthy. That's a hardship to your body. It's an body. achievement. It's an achievement. going to wear you out. you have to But you will pay from. the consequence that you will now recover from. Yeah. But the opposite is also true. If you never get off the couch, you are going backwards. Even if you don't get off the couch for a very legitimate reason, whether it's I broke my leg or... I have adrenal fatigue, or I'm just so tired, or I'm depressed, or I just don't want to. That right there is the majority of why people aren't doing it, and no. right now they're hearing us probably in their car or on a podcast, hopefully they're walking, mm-hmm. but so the, now the mindset has to change. And now we're back into the, the fakeness of exercise. In the past, you didn't have a choice, mm-hmm. right? You worked or you didn't, you didn't live. And, and now you have a choice because somebody else can do it for you, whether they've invented a car for you or they've invented whatever and, and all of those kind of things. So now the encouragement is for people to have that mindset of, okay, so if we go to the adrenal or hormonally fatigued person, usually in that 35 to 55 year old place where we've got little kids and, oh my gosh, it's just inconceivable and I have to go add this in there. Yes. And... But I would never say that all by itself because they're they're at the same time, how is your sleep? So this person who's saying, you know, I've got restless legs at night or something like that. Well, still, the first thing we would put in there is, okay, let's exercise, but why do you have restless legs? Is it Mm -hmm. a lack of exercise? And that could be it. Um, So I don't want to get too complex on all of that, but other than to say to those people, I would say walk. Do what you conceivably could enjoy and there's been many people mostly women who say i just don't exercise i don't enjoy it i didn't grow up exercising it wasn't my thing i don't do sports what do i do and i would say walk and and i would also say don't forget you have arms do a pick up a weight a, a, do some push-ups do some things that uh, do incorporate your arms in some way um and and then you just have to choose to do it. Well and again thinking about like they've got the
0: hit, high intensity uh right, I but forgot high intensity the, the, interval. Uh, interval training. training. They
1: won't do that. Well, I'm just I, thinking it's so short. You know, you can do okay. you can do ten minutes. But to and, the woman or or a man who even in that setting and, and let's be realistic because these are people that are getting off the couch and they're like, All right, I'm gonna slog myself off the couch. You want me to do high intensity intervals? Wow. And I would say, Yes, walk. As fast as you can for 30 seconds. You know, walk so fast that you can only sustain it for 30 seconds. You can do that. 30 second huff and puff and then recover. That's a high intensity interval. And to Kevin, I would say get on your bike and go straight uphill as fast as you can for 30 seconds because you can't. And if you say, oh, I can do that for 33 seconds, I'd say then your intensity is not high enough maximize your intensity for a 30-second burst, and then recover. Yeah. And then you coast downhill and then go back and forth. So we have hills all over the place. Um, right, so that high-intensity interval, that also can shorten the time. And so that's kind of where I am with the burpees and oh, you know, right. doing it for 10 minutes. And It's still a – well, here,
0: this will lead me into it. So Laura Rayburn. I know, I know Laura. She is a, a runner. She came out to an event that I did once, and we went on a run together, about killed me. Uh, But she says, I run 45 to 55 miles a week or five to six days, about an hour a day weekdays, long runs, hikes on the weekend, two days a week in the gym, doing full body weights for about an hour. Running and hiking trails helps my sanity and is part Mm -hmm. of my social time normally. uh, And sometimes alone time, God time, processing life time. It Mm -hmm. preps me for races, which are my fun goals. Running helps me sleep well, uh, not not yell at my kids and stay sane at work. Weights help keep me uh, all around fitness, Fit and avoid injury but most of all I just love being outdoors on trails and it fills a deep-seated need of mine to be out deep in God's creations, uh, creation. So she is a single mom to, I think two kids works full time. So she gets up and I, and I, I was connected with her for a while on Strava. It's an app mm-hmm. that you can you know, get for that. And, you know, I'd see her runs at like 4am, 5am, whatever, which is, uh, that's, that's even hard for me, but she has made it part of her life. It just reminded me back in the day, um, man, what are the couple? There's a couple who wrote a book. It was called diet Diet for life. And I think their focus uh, back then was... You, you don't have a diet for a, a short period of time. Hey, I'm going to do this diet. Like, I'm, like, right. I'm going to go on diet. So they said you adopt a diet for life. And we're talking about this. This is to exercise... To be as well as we can, we were saying we have to incorporate movement, resistance, uh, you know, heart rate, you know, elevating our heart rate. And it's got to be a diet for life. This is something that you adopt and it's just what you do. I'll never forget an interview I saw with, you know, it was like the oldest lady in America at the time or something like this. So this old lady, little, little, little lady. Uh, who looked kind of fit and trim and they ask her, what do you do? And she said, I do this every morning. She went through this little routine It was really short. She lifts some weights over her head. She jumps. she squats down. It was just some little basic thing, but she says, I do it every single day. I've never not done it. And of course at she's doing hundred, <laughs> whatever she can do it as opposed to all her peers who have gone for years sedentary and they can't get up out of the wheelchair, I, now I know there's exceptions. That's not fair for everybody, but in general, it is, it is the rule we can do. And you and I talk about it all the time. We will continue to be able to do whatever it is that we do every day. So I want to look at my, yeah, I've got one of the wearable, the a Garmin, but a wearable device too. And I can look at it and look back and see what has my activity, even just what is my heart rate every day? Did my heart, did I get my heart rate up? I even look at that. Just I want to have gotten it up, and even if it 's a ten minute hit workout or a two hour you know ride that I did either way, but that i i breathe i breathed deeply mm-hmm. every every day to some to some point which you can you know do, yeah going up flight to stairs
1: yesterday with i so i um, i haven 't figured my watch out yet it 's too complex, and i don't have enough time I, to get into the dumb i, thing. I don't know half of mine. Yeah. <laughs> But I was uh, fiddling with it. And yesterday, you know, it's the first day back after a long weekend and work was smoking. And so there's, you know, scheduled patients all the way up till six and then it's gotta get home. And you get home and the first question uh, Tevin will ask me every day is, can we go on the trampoline? And so, (laughs) and usually I say yes. And so I'm like, well, gosh, this doesn't feel like such a workout. And Marcy had said, okay, she was doing finishing up her. She said, I need 20 more minutes, and then here's the plans for dinner. So I, I said, all right, I got this fancy gizmo. Yeah. And I called it a cardio workout start, and off we go on the trampoline, exactly 20 minutes. And you know what my heart rate average was on the trampoline for 20 minutes? Hmm. 155. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's was, great. That's pretty good 20 minute hit level kind of thing. Well,
0: trampoline, man, if you are moving, it, it is. It's a workout. Plus you're doing it at your house is 8500
1: feet above sea level and Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was put to shame by my son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz he's like, "We're stopping already? Why?" As I'm huffing and puffing and, you know, so I, that made me feel kind of good. Like, okay, there's 20 minutes of a hit that, you know, my arms didn't get bigger. I didn't lift a weight. I didn't, you know, make it up the hill. I didn't run three miles and, and didn't do any of those things. But there was family connection time. Yeah, uh, It counts. That that counts.
0: I mean, that that's a viable one right there, a trampoline. That's, pro- that's probably been... The amount of health that has given my family, yeah. with just playing on the trampoline. We actually have two. We've never not had one, I don't think. And oh my gosh, yeah, that is. But that could be a thing. I go home uh, and twenty minutes on the trampoline with my kids
1: who adore it. Yeah, and I'm it. getting exercise because it'll kick your butt. I was going to say, us playing Gaga ball yeah. is a uh, is a workout. Yeah, we've destroyed <laughs> our
0: net. I got to get a new net for ours. But again, what is that? You know that daily. Uh, deposit. Jeff Bayless here, he's a Navy guy. He says, I earn it every single day. I do one hour minimum, running, swimming, cycling, strength training, yoga. Uh, and as we brought up before, my why is ensuring, I love this quote, ensuring that my health span matches my lifespan and also the mental benefits from movement are not measurable. You know, and I'd say, and I'm, I'm going to put in the intro, you know, the majority of people listening to this show are advocates of health and wellness. So I, I don't think there's a lot of couch surfers that are listening to this show. Probably none. This is a great show to send to those people that, you know, that struggle with exercise, that struggle with their attitude towards it. I, I, I hope that this is one where they can hear, you know, some options because if we get so compartmentalized. They like, go, okay, exercise. I got to do X. I got to go run. I'll never forget one of our friends saying, I, I hate running. Well, Don't run. Don't run. Find something else. (laughs) Play badminton or, you know, trampoline or, you know, for the people who are social. My wife, I don't know that she likes exercise, but she's very aware that she is just not self-motivated to do it. So she went to a gym, paid the money. So even that, uh, the accountability, of I paid money, I I need to go uh, make use of it. But she goes and does classes. She does uh, Zumba classes. And uh, she loves the... The camaraderie, I mean, that is, it's a social outlet. So she, sometimes she'll go out for coffee with the girls afterwards and stuff. So that's what helps her do it. So she, where I'm thinking, man, I'm not going to waste the time to drive somewhere and I don't want to go talk to people. And I'm just going to do it up in my, up in my rec room with a full workout system. She bypasses it and she goes and does that because it's what helps her. Do it. It's what she enjoys. Mm-hmm. You know, back to that. And you know, there's so many options of little you know, short workouts, long workouts, outside, not outside. I mean, I know people who live out here where we do and they love the treadmill. Well, you do a lot on the treadmill. Yeah, and, 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 and
1: and a big reason is because it gets dark and it's cold. Yeah. And the extra time to wear the kind of clothing that you need to do to go on a ride or a jog at nine thousand feet is I would rather just hop on the treadmill, do my thing, read my books.
0: When I think I said, I said on one show that I was at a hotel a couple of months back and they had a handful of the Peloton bikes mm-hmm. and a, like a guest login or something. And I did that. Man, it was pretty fun. Uh, you know, I was by myself, but you know, you're on there and you see this list of 300 people or 700 people or whatever doing this workout, and you can see your results compared to them. Of course, me being competitive on a bike, I, I had fun doing that. But that's that one. I have heard so many testimonials for people who do the bike. They have a treadmill as well, and I think they have some other things. But where you have somebody leading you, you're connecting with other people to a degree. But it's right. something. It, it, I've just had a lot of people. Testify to how
1: it has helped them maintain their exercise. Right. When regime. the Peloton first came out, I was very skeptical too. Yeah. You know, at the price point, there's a nice bike, whatever else. It seemed like it was aimed at, well, you. and, the, and the, But to talk to other people who have said, no, I love it and I stay in it, it's that connection point yeah. where I think you and I and, and my, your wife is a social connection point. My wife wants to be alone. I would rather be alone. I don't want to yeah. get fiddle faddle with the, the the technology piece. And also want to say something here that I think will resonate with people and, and the people who wrote in. Yeah, people who are listening are probably not couch surfers, but they're not you. And so I'm daunted by you and your exercise level and intensity and competitive and your your history. So... Just to be able to say that for health span matching longevity, uh, right, lifespan, like the Navy guy said, it doesn't need to be Navy SEAL level of stuff. Right. But, and I'm saying this because it right. took me forever to be okay with, okay, Kevin's going to go on a two-hour mountain bike ride, and on one hand, if I can't do that, I'm a People tend to say, oh, well, I just won't do anything because if I can't get to that level, then what's the point? Yeah. And the point is that me on a treadmill at three and a half miles an hour going at 12 degrees at 8,000 feet and whatever VO2 max that is, is adequate for health span to match lifespan.
0: Well, it's let's, 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 let's end on that because yeah, I'm admittedly just like Gregory doing 50 miles and Laura with her running. I am doing it at this point with the thought of if as soon as they're able to have races again, I'm going to go do races. I mean, I enjoy competing that I was a pro cyclist. That's so I'm doing more than what's necessary mm-hmm. for health. I'm doing it because it just. I love the adrenaline of it and I don't know it's well
1: yeah that's part of your motivation and enjoyment and
0: going out and killing myself for 2 hours on the mountain bike helps me be a better dad and right because it just it's my mojo but you know again we we that's that's a far cry from what's necessary what's right. necessary to be well I and you would say sometimes I'm doing Uh, I'm hurting myself. Yeah, right. Yeah, so maybe my soul digs it, but it's a little bit too. Well, we've had, uh, so Jane, uh, the health coach here in the office, has gotten on to me many times saying, you can't go full tilt every day. That's not good for you. That's going to wreck your sleep. It's going to hurt your adrenals. It's going to, whatever. So,
1: right. And, you know, your struggle is to get enough meditation time. Absolutely. Because if there's 10 minutes of nothingness, or, you know, not meditation isn't nothing. There's 10 minutes of quiet silence. You're thinking, I, oh, my gosh, I could be riding a bike. I'm, I've gotten and, bad again. <laughs> I, admittedly, yeah. So, to me, that's kind of like, you know, guys that camp. And they go out and they camp at zero degrees in a snow hut. And they, I'm like, why do you want to That's and They're like, I love it. To me, I absolute it's absolute like, torture. I have zero yeah. desire. And at the same time, I don't want to ride a mountain bike straight up a hill. It just... You know, I, I like the up and the down. Yeah. And it's hard around here. So, so I, so I wanna say all that to people who are hearing because I think there is a little bit of that of, well, Kevin, I don't wanna go do that kind of thing. And, and camping's not a good idea because we don't have to go camp. Yeah. But you do have to move. But there's so many different ways to move and I just wanted to end on that encouraging note that find your enjoyment. And move in that way. Well,
0: you, you And you mentioned with the one girl who walks Lori, a mile, yeah. you said
1: about 20 minutes. That's been,
0: for as long as I can remember, it seems like that's always been kind of touted of uh, as just an, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a minimum, but a good place to be. 20 minutes of get your heart rate up, you know, bend and move a little bit, stretch, and then try to do some muscle resistance, which, again, the easiest one to me. Well, pull Use, your no, no, Use your I body. Use your body.
1: I would tell Lori, push, start your walk with... Easy 10 push-ups, yeah. easy 10 squats, do your walk, put a little bit of a speed walk in there as fast as you can, and then end it up with do your push-ups, do your squats, do your, you well, crunches, pull-ups are harder. Even
0: the burpees, I mean, you see those, in general, if you see burpees, it's somebody who's, you know, Hitting the floor and bouncing up, and I mean, my, that's that's those are hard. To just do burpees at a crawl, like literally to just you know go down, crawl out, come back up, and just the effort of getting into a push-up position, doing a push-up, then standing up.
1: Just it, do the range if, of you,
0: motion. Even if, yeah, exactly the range of motion, man. It's so. I mean, again, think about the 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 old person who can't move, who's shuffling. So you got the old person. If you don't want to be that, just think about what are the things. Yeah, and just do just doing body weight squats. I mean, sometimes I mean, you're, again, you're used to seeing squats, and you got. I mean, I've got that, in my work. You need know, to put you know five thousand pounds on it and go down. You can do bodyweight squats. Sit there, you know, fold your and just go down. And I mean, after twenty, I don't know. I haven't done it in a while, but your legs are burning. That's awesome. Do those once a day. Yeah. That's it. Once a day. Do those. Do your do some push ups.
1: And then you're like the hundred year old lady, and you've done it, and you've done it. Yeah and then you become a day older and you've done it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. Hey, folks, th- there's so many people who posted. Speaking of that, if, if you guys want to see more of the posts, because there's a whole lot of them, I posted this on May 22nd, t- uh, 2020, on my Facebook page, which is Agent K Miller. And you can go see uh, a lot. And people talked amongst themselves. But you know, a lot of people posted just what they're doing. And hopefully, to give you some other ideas of things that you can do to get some minimum, at least, body movement every day. Okay, friends, remember the idea is moving your body it needs and intrinsically desires to be moved to have the lungs and muscles stressed to move around and be limber again it's not the age and mileage on my old jeep that has caused its disrepair it's its lack of use so don't get old before your time from a lack of use Hey, thank you for choosing to tune in to the self-helpful podcast. If you got value from the show, please subscribe. So you don't miss any episodes and leave us a rating and review. Let others know what they can get from the show. Best thing you can do. Talk about what you heard here with someone else, especially today. Talk about exercise and movement and help people get moving. So they are around and joyful longer. I sincerely hope I've helped you help yourself so that you can help others.